0: Hurry, hurry, hurry to Monday matinee on the Mutual Audio Network.
1: The following audio drama is rated PG-13, suggesting that children under the age of 13 should listen accompanied with an adult.
0: Welcome to Sonic Society Season 12, Episode 493. I'm your host from Generation X.
2: And I'm your host from Generation Y, a.k.a. the Millennial, David (laughs) Alt. So, Jack, are you feeling just a little bit long in the tooth this week?
0: You know, I'm just so happy I have my teeth. I... (laughs) I hit one of those big zero birthdays this year. It's put a little push in me to get writing some more. Part of the slowdown (laughs) in my writing is getting the productions recorded to produce. But, you know, thanks to Richard Summers and now a half dozen of Electric Vicuno regulars, codenamed Echo Team, we're working on developing a whole lot more radio drama.
2: Well, that sounds fantastic. And it does seem like there is a huge amount of amazing radio drama out there nowadays. It seems that podcasting has just exploded with a whole host of new talent,
0: new ideas and iTunes is just filling up. I know, I barely can keep up with it now. Before I was doing a lot of research <laughs> to try to find enough things and now I'm getting lots of people sending me lots of emails saying, could you possibly play one of our shows? brilliant, Which is yes. fantastic. <laughs> I would rather people come to me. It's, it gives me more time. It's, uh, it's really wonderful and tonight, you know, we have a rare episode from a company that usually provides only paid audio dramas. Ah, that's
2: right. Tonight it's more from the wireless radio Theatre with the Chief,
0: right here on the Sonic Society.
1: This is a download from the Wireless Theatre Company. The Chief by Ollie Cookson with Nigel Planer as Oscar.
3: please just five three Mm, fine well not like this night was going to bring me my finest hours of sleep anyway i'm oscar and before we get into the nitty-gritty of who's and what's you should know that on this street i'm kind of a big deal some would label me as a waste of time and the taxpayers' money, and some more die-hard fans like to think of me, correctly, I might add, as... Well, how can I put this without sounding too up my own arse? The only thing keeping this country together. It's currently 3am. By tomorrow we'll have a new Prime Minister, and England will never be the same. How do I know all this? Am I five? No. The sun? God, no. As I said, I'm kind of a big deal round here. A very big deal.
4: Welcome back to our all-night election special, where we are moments away from declaring that Sam Thorne will be forming a new government. The exit polls had suggested that we were heading for a grandstand photo finish, but no, the end result seems to be more of a foregone conclusion. As of the morning, David Crane's reign as Prime Minister will be coming to an end, and opposition leader Sam Thorne will be our new Prime Minister. As of the morning, David Crane's reign as Prime Minister will be coming to an end. And Opposition Leader Sam Thorne will be our new Prime Minister.
5: Bloody press. I haven't heard someone sound so happy since Meg Ryan's fake orgasm. And that was bloody fake. You'd think they'd at least try and sound a bit impartial.
6: (sighs) I think they're just happy it's all over. It's 3am, way past any normal person's bedtime. Speaking of... More coffee.
3: Well, if you're making a pot, I wouldn't say no. Politics is not normal. No, thank you. Whiskey. Oh, is it St Paddy's
5: Day already? I'm going to be unemployed and out on the street in 12 hours. Might as well add drunk to the list. Well, that's that then.
6: Hello, Oscar. Come on, come on, come on. Come and give Daddy a hug. He's in a bit of a mood. A nice whiskey and Mm. a cat. What else could anyone want?
5: Four more years in government. 65% of the country actually believing in me.
6: Well, you have Oscar for now.
5: Come here, you. You voted for me, right? I mean, I mean, I know you can't vote, but if you could, you would have. No, oh, asking a cat about his voting preferences. Maybe I shouldn't be running this country.
6: <laughs> no, maybe you shouldn't. But it doesn't change the fact that you tried. Yes. Come on. Let's go downstairs and face the troops.
3: Oh, can't we just ignore the fact that you lost and go straight back to bed? Fine. I guess I'll make nice. Guys,
5: guys, we've been beaten. Badly. For a lot of you, this might be your last time working in an election. I understand that. But for many, this may be the first in a long line of battles for our party. What I say to you is this. Do not lose hope. Promise me you will not lose faith in yourselves or the party. Because in order to move on, we need to believe in our future as a political force. I can't begin to thank you for everything you've done. So I'm not going to try, but I, 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 oh fuck it. This country's gone to hell. Um, uh, I
6: I would also like to say thank you to everyone who has done everything to make the last four years a reality.
5: And don't let that prick run this country for too long. Sam Thorne is a real icy character, an absolute (laughs) bitch. Okay, okay,
6: everyone, thank you. Please go home and we will reconvene in a couple of hours. From the bottom
5: of my heart, thank you. I told him seven to eight months ago we were heading here. Mm. I gave him the numbers, the cold truths of our position, and now look at us. He's probably going to run off to a comfortable job at the UN, and me, well, Mm. the Chancellor never does well out of a brief tenure in government.
2: Reality TV beckons
5: for all of us. Could be worse. Did you see that BBC programme on the heroin addicts in Glasgow? Life can always be worse. You're not listening to me at all, are you? I've always hated that bloody cat. Mm. All the traditions in this place. Hiring a cat and giving its wages to charity has to be the stupidest. (laughs) I remember first entering this place and seeing this thing. And now we're 12 hours away from never stepping foot inside it again.
2: Well, some good things were never meant to last.
5: Good thing? This was never a good thing. No, David should never have been PM got by on his ridiculous luck, and Linda's, bless her, her bloody good housewife routine. Pair of them are idiots. Why did you back him then after all these years? Listen, Hmm? when we first started out together, I felt we were perfect for the job as you first felt. But hey-ho, he'll be the one bombarded in the morning, not us. Everyone thinks they can be an effective politician until they actually start doing the job. Really selling the life to me. Well... I'm going to try and salvage some sort of sleep before tomorrow. Oh, God, tomorrow. Remember, David is the face. Mm. Nobody
3: really knows who we
1: are. Mm. Mm. Oh,
3: Oh, you are a stupid little creature, aren't you? Oh, you want some milk, do you? Meow. Good riddance, you twat. Good luck with the opposition. You'll need it. And I thought Linda was an aggressive drunk. You know, I've spent so much time with that arsehole that I think of all the things to miss about this place, Mr Chancellor of the Exchequer is about last on the list. Now, you may be wondering what on earth is currently going on. Yes, I am a house-trained cat called Oscar. Oscar. And yes, I can on occasion say a few choice phrases, like balls, constituents and Gordon Brown. But, and this is the incredible bit, I am not any old tabby. I am Oscar, Chief Mouser of Downing Street.
6: Hello there, Puss. Oh, sorry about all the racket at this hour. Oh, I think now we can retire to bed. Oh.
3: What the hell? I was providing invaluable exposition. Damn you! Fine, if you insist. Take me to my chambers. OK, I'll make my own way there. Anyway, as I was saying... Uh, what was I saying? Oh, yes, me. I am a bit of a big deal around number ten. I entertain kids mostly, but on occasion when the PM and the lady have their troubles, I am a mute intermediate. A silent and fluffy peacekeeper, if you will. But my true destiny lies in the maintenance and welfare of the PM. I am the trusty guard, cat. Whether it be chasing white mice or chasing brown mice, I'm more than a cat. I'm the sheriff of Downing Street. OK, there might be armed guards and armed satellites and whatever this trident thing is. Is that how you say it? But does any one of them hold the record of three whole mice captured and eaten in one day, yeah? Huh, I thought fucking not. But life is pretty rosy. Yeah, pretty damn lovely. Nice house, happy couple, lovely kids, and me.
5: And with my last act as PM, I am ordering you all to go home and sleep, please. Please. We're all going to be here tomorrow anyway. Don't make me get the SAS. One call... David, I would really like to speak to you. No, it can wait. You've been here with me since day one. Please, home time now. That is an order. Tomorrow? Absolutely. OK, thank you,
6: guys.
3: Yeah, that's right, Mr Chancellor. Bog off. Linda, you take care of him.
6: Until tomorrow.
3: we should talk. Oh, no. Please, no. Now it's
6: 3 a.m.
5: Well, I get the feeling tomorrow might not be the best time. I think we should announce the split in a month's time. The next few weeks are going to be tough on the kids anyway.
6: I think that's the last time I pour you a scotch after midnight. I'm sorry.
5: I can't stop how I feel. I think it's time. I mean, we talked about our exit plan. This is just how it is. Oh, you
6: really are a horrible bastard, aren't you? You really think this is going to look good either way? Oh, I can already imagine the tabloids. Oh,
5: fuck the tabloids. Our story will be gone as soon as another one pops up. Footballer, reality TV star. Hell, maybe I'll get someone to plant cocaine in Martin's bloody BMW.
3: (laughs) God, yes, that would be bloody majestic. Wait. Are these guys actually fighting?
6: What you are telling me is that I have a month to convince you to stay or or a month to prepare never to see you again, to prepare the children. David, you just can't... I'm
5: sorry. Doing this job has opened my eyes to life away from here. <sighs> I've been so stressed trying to make 60 million people happy that I've forgotten about my own happiness. Well, he's got a point.
6: Happiness? What about your family, you selfish prick?
3: Well, she's not wrong there.
6: What more could I have done to satisfy you, hey? <sighs> Oh, oh, I see. Oh, yes, of course. Who is she? Who's who? You bloody
3: well know what I'm talking about. I mean, obviously, this is awful, but it's much more entertaining than listening to him trying to grovel to that man in Washington. Ah, what was his name again? Nice fella. Wait. Just so I can get this clear, and now that we have Oscar here to witness,
5: are you saying that in between trying to save the economy, prevent other countries from bombing each other, and also whilst under scrutiny from the press, the opposition, and pretty much anyone else in the modern world... Calvin, damn it, it was on the tip of my tongue. I've had enough time to, oh,
3: I don't know, do a bloody John Major! What
6: about the publicist? Oh, oh, it's always the bloody publicist.
3: Hey, now, that's unfair. Sometimes it's the intern or a backbencher. Publicist? Margaret! Bloody hell, you've been
5: watching too much scandal. I'm not some Bill Clinton politician getting blowjobs just because I did well on Prime Minister's questions. I'm just... You can't help starting to realise that the life you're living isn't the one that you actually
6: wanted. (gasps) That's it! Bloody fantastic! It's almost worse. You know, I wish you were screwing someone because that I can't control.
3: I guess wearing sexy lingerie isn't a way of controlling someone's happiness. You and the kids will be well taken care of. I've already made sure of that. Oh,
6: great. Oh, nice to know that. Oh, really considerate. I'm so grateful to you.
3: Oh, God, this actually sounds serious. I thought he was kidding. Take her back, you idiot. Take her back. Okay, okay. I can't talk any more
5: about this. I need at least a bit of sleep tonight. (laughs) I'm up in...
6: Christ, three hours Fun bloody-tastic Where the hell are you going? (sighs) To my bed Please,
5: I can't do another night in the spare bedroom It's barely a room or a bed No No? Linda, please You can't expect me to be able to do tomorrow after another night in there Well, you
6: are going to You can sleep with, with anybody else Even Oscar
3: If this is going to happen, please brush your teeth this time I get the distinct feeling that that cashmere jumper isn't the only unused Christmas gift, eh? Maybe a bit of flossy-flossy.
6: But you will not be sleeping with me, even if this is your last night as PM. <gasps> Linda, please. Linda! Linda!
5: <gasps> I was Prime Minister. I was happy
3: as a family man. Yes, David, you were. Linda is a goddess. She took care of you when you were busy trying to lead the nation. Look at me. It's 3.27am and the leader
5: of one of the most powerful countries in the world is sleeping on a sofa talking to himself,
3: or better still, talking to a cat.
5: And you aren't even mine.
3: What? David, I'm yours. I'm Linda's. I'm your children's. I'm Kate and Barney's.
5: What am I even doing? Divorce, no job, defeated by a landslide. I spent 15 years dreaming of being here. These walls are all I ever wanted to see. I spent so long wishing I'd have a chance to really make a difference. I just wanted to make a difference. What was it that made everyone decide I couldn't
3: lead this country? Probably the affair rumours. Maybe the fact that everyone from here to Inverness thinks the guy living at number 11 is secretly Lord Voldemort. But for me, in that list, it might be the time you slagged off that lady in Hull. Live life by this motto. I am never more than five feet away from a working microphone. And what's all this about, I'm not your cat? I think you would have made a better PM than me, Oscar. Linda definitely would have. So much more fight in her. Too bloody right. She was close to killing you earlier. I thought I saw a moment in her eyes when she actually started devising a plan to hide your corpse. I just... Ooh, this is awkward. I'm, uh, I'm here for you, David. I'm a cat, so actually emotionally being there for you is almost impossible, but uh, let me see what I can do.
5: Oh, Jesus! How are the kids going to handle moving, a divorce, and losing their pet cat? Just promise me. When we leave and you stay, promise me, Oscar. Anything. Promise me you will shit and piss all over this godforsaken house. Because when we leave tomorrow, everything is going to change. Why can't I come with you? This country is doomed, pal. Thorn is going to tear this place apart.
3: I've let my country down. David, for one, you're not auditioning for Hamlet. And this new PM might not be so horrible.
5: Time for bed, I think. Will you join me, Mr Cat?
3: It's Oscar, but I guess so.
5: crap. Oscar, be a cat lamb and clean that up for me.
3: Well, if everyone swears by this drink, then maybe it's really... Oh, my God, that's fucking revolting. Oh, eh, why on God's green earth would anyone... Eh, Jesus, is this why everyone is so goddamn miserable? Where's my milk?
4: Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to our non-stop exclusive coverage post-election. Everything has been verified, and barring any last-minute revelations, Sam Thorne will be our new Prime Minister. It's been a long night for both of them, but later on today, Her Majesty the Queen will be visited by Thorne, where she will ask for a new government to be formed. It's been a testing time for the PM... Rumours and one or two PR mishaps seem to have been at the forefront of his incredible decline in the last few months It's going to be a day of soul-searching and new horizons for the former PM and his family And also for the number 10 cat, Oscar, who you can just see now coming into shot Well, the cat really is out the bag now
3: Oh, someone called for me
4: Britain has a new leader. Back to you, Clive. And cut. The cat is out the back. Jesus
7: Christ.
4: Harry! Harry! Yeah? Next time I try to make a pun on the eve of the most significant political handover in years, please, please, just shoot me in the head right here on this spot. Well,
7: you say that, but... The coverage, Harry. The bloody coverage!
4: And why did we go back to soul searching and New Horizons? I thought they agreed. That made them sound like they were about to enter rehab, not leave number 10.
7: Yeah, well, we were gonna go with the whole he's ruined his life and everyone else oh. connected with him line, but that felt a bit. all well, of it strong. Strong?
4: <laughs> this is politics. These are politicians. Their job is to make our lives better like they always promise. If they can't do that, then they deserve some strong words.
7: Yeah, I guess you're right. Oh,
4: well, I'm sure I'll get him on something.
7: Right. But well, Didn't you abstain from voting? Why are you being so harsh on Crane?
3: Yeah. Why are you being so harsh on him? I need to hear
4: this. Harry. Have you been listening at all these last two months? My job is to make people hate people.
3: Oh, that's what you do. I just thought you pranced around counting numbers and asking silly questions about...
4: I tell people the news, but try to allow them to come to their own decisions about just how horrible or scandalous or downright stupid these people are.
7: It wasn't that bad, was he?
4: Why, oh, my. Unemployment has risen.
7: People
3: are lazy.
4: Which means millions of extra pounds on jobless scroungers.
3: Whoa, not everyone has the confidence or the nerve to put together a Big Mac or scan a bag of walkers. Work is tough and boring. I work so bloody hard sometimes, I convince myself I could retire when I'm five.
4: Britain is broken.
3: Wow. You must be the first person... Ever to
7: say that. So you think Thorn is the answer? Oh,
4: Christ, no. Crane might be stupid, but Thorn is harsh. A bit of a prick. A bigger... Arsehole is the word I'm looking for, yeah. An absolute arsehole. Almost
3: a tongue twister. Almost.
4: They're gonna rip this country apart to try and save it. Benefits scrapped unicost through the roof and God knows what happens to health care and everything else. No, the real answer is that this country is pretty bloody fucked.
3: All right for some. I'm gonna be living with this twat. Well my life
7: won't change, will it? Will it? But you're Britain's face of the news. Oh. Surely you must have something positive to say about the whole thing.
4: Yeah. Well, I do. In exactly two and a half months yesterday, I will be joining Los Angeles News Corp. So, yes, that is rather positive, isn't it?
7: Traitor!
3: Churchill would be turning in his grave. Oh, wait, that was the Nazis, not the Americans. Well, someone would be turning.
7: Well, hey, America isn't exactly known for its liberal attitude politically. What about that reality TV guy he's running? Didn't he say the best way to combat terrorism is to, and I quote, keep America for Americans? <laughs> Actually, isn't that a slogan?
3: I'm pretty sure a man with a moustache had a similar agenda a few years back.
4: Slogans are slogans, but dollars are dollars. Especially when you're living in a Malibu condo by the beach. let's see. Malibu condo or Kilburn flat? Wow, what a toughie.
3: (laughs) Oh, you'll miss that Kilburn feeling, though. Beaches are overrated, sunshine's overrated, yoga at sunrise on an open stretch of sand with the sun glowing majestically in your direction is obviously overrated.
7: Yeah, well, I'm sure you'll love reporting on who's got the big new nose job or who's shagging who at which Beverly Hills coffee shop. Yes, coffee. Rachel? Are you listening? Rachel...
4: Harry, this is what we're going to do. I'm going to wait here for the next 20 minutes until we go back on air and you are going to go to that coffee shop around that corner.
7: (laughs) I know I'm an intern, but...
4: Oh, I'm an intern and my daddy is a CEO, blah, 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 blah. Harry, the only reason you're working here is because your father has too much money. But I must commend you for not taking the easy life.
3: Wait, how rich? How many zeros in his account, Harry? Coffee. What do you want? How many zeros?
4: That's more like it. I'd like a large one, shot regular, one shot decaf cappuccino, lava hot, dry with sugar-free vanilla syrup, and a muffin. No, 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 I'm being good. No, fuck it, fuck it. A muffin.
3: Sorry, am I stupid or do I have absolutely no idea what you just ordered? Just like 15 different words put together and that's a drink, apparently. Back in a bed. Ha!
7: <laughs> that cat's been listening in on us.
3: No, I'm not here. I'm invisible. I don't exist to you. Please, for the love of God, don't come here. Don't. Scram.
4: Good boy. You know like ouch,
3: ouch. 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 Oh, please. Ouch. Stop. Ouch. Oh, oh. Hands like bloody sandpaper.
4: You know what? I would love to just rig you up with a mic and maybe a small camera. You could be my eyes in number ten. My spy on the inside. I'd pay you well. (laughs) Probably illegal, but all in the name of good news. Probably illegal?
3: My word. Have you tried this with my predecessors? eh? Lure them in with a crap head massage and then, bam, feline espionage. You scummy media presenter lady, you. Wait, wait, what are you doing? (sighs)
4: No. Not so bad,
3: is it? Oh, please stop this now, right now. I'll call them, you know. I can't dial, but I'll find a way. You know who? The RSPCA.
4: Oh, is someone going to miss their daddy? I'm sure you'll love your new family. Bunch of charmers they are.
3: By all the gods, woman. By Sheba, Bastat, Zeus and Bruce Forsyth. If you do not put me down in three seconds... Oh, you know what? I've been needing to go. Ah,
1: oh,
3: yeah, that's the stuff. Oh, this is perfect in so many ways.
4: Oh, you little shit! This is a nice suit.
3: Two birds in one stone. You leave me alone and I've managed a little wee. Despite what's to come, I think it's going to be a good day. Well, time to see what the family's up to. Jesus, he's all kicking off in here. Ooh. Out the way, yes, I'm right here. Very important feline coming through. Hey, Paul, watch it. No, that tie does not go with that shirt. Where's my bowl? Anyone? Bowl, please? Semi-skimmed will do it. There's no full fat. My word. Guys, it's a simple case of leaving the house, saying your goodbyes and heading off into the unemployed unknown, where celebrity game shows and overpaid consultation work awaits.
2: No, I'm telling you, on Friday... No. Mm-hmm. 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 OK, guys, gather round, please. Yes. Quiet! Yes. Right, guys, come on. So, in 57 minutes, the cars will be arriving for David, Linda and the kids. Until then, David is going to be working on the speech upstairs and I suggest anyone who doesn't need to be here when those cars arrive, gets out. Outside is going to be swamped with journalists. David, anything you'd like to say? David, where is he?
6: Yes, that is the Prime Minister upstairs in the loo and no, it's not food poisoning.
5: Sorry, guys rough stomach.
6: Maybe you shouldn't have eaten so much whiskey?
5: David, are you all right?
3: Yes, fine, fine. All fine. I guess I should say a few more words. Because you forgot what you said last night? Well, this is it, I guess.
5: And from the bottom of my heart and Linda's, I'd like to thank you for helping me try to run this country. Mm. I think that's it. Please, now. Get out before we're all swept up in thorn fever.
6: How inspirational, darling. I need a drink.
5: Wouldn't mind a coffee if you're making one. Get
6: it yourself. I'm going for the 82 Montrose, the one the French ambassador told us to save for an occasion special. Ooh,
5: none for me, no.
3: Well, you've got that in common, I guess. You know, the relentless drinking.
5: Belle, could you fetch some milk for Oscar, please? I don't want him to starve and then have to live with Sam Thorne. Finally...
3: And that, ladies and gentlemen, is why I voted for the man. If I could actually vote. Oh, Bell. That was the name. He has so many aides and assistants and aid assistants. I just imagined you were all the same person.
4: No problemo. It would be nice if someone remembered that I'm actually allergic to you.
3: Oh, poor Didims. I'll try really hard not to walk anywhere near
4: you. Oops. Oscar, please, no... They always seem to know. Just wait here, please, no, please.
3: You try to resist, but you can't resist such a cutie like me.
4: Here you are, sir. One bowl of semi-skimmed. You better not get used to this, you know. Country's about to change a whole lot.
3: Oh yes, country will change. Milk will stay the same though. Enjoy. Num nom num nom. Num. Well, that was good milk. Maybe time for a stretch of the legs. Mm. Everyone seems to be hating on this thorn person, but he, she, I don't actually know, it, can't be that bad, can it? My job is simple, catch mice and other critters, drink milk, sleep, repeat. I stay out of their way and they stay out of my way. And then we're going to get on fine There had to be some last-minute drama, of course. Wait, this is Barney's room, but the voices. Oh, my, Barney's voice is broken at the ripe old age of six. My God, he's a miracle child. Wait, that's probably not Barney. Is that David? But who's the other person? Well... I really shouldn't. No, it's a private conversation between one man and another. However, last time I checked, I wasn't human. So, technically, being a cat, I'm not intruding. Yeah, I'm doing this. If we just shimmy in here
5: and... It's your fault you got back into Parliament. You only have yourself to blame. I told you in February we needed to start making plans. Wow, Okay.
3: For a man who wears a suit and apparently controls all our money, Martin is incredibly sassy
5: can't force the vote. Yes, I should have been more firm Ugh. with the president, but he's the bloody president. We need the special relationship, Martin. You have no idea what the real job is like. Special relationship? Ugh. You mean the one where he keeps asking you for your support in a fucked up war and you just hand over <laughs> troops willy-nilly? Well, well, hey, well, David, could you send your wife and kids over to the Middle oh, dear, East? Dear, Why, certainly, my dear, would you like anything else? Your balls licked!
3: Wait, I thought it was only cats who liked that sort of thing. Well, if you're asking my opinion, I never liked his ridiculous dog. Wife, lovely. Children, well, could do with some work. Dog, no. Devil born. Martin, you moron. You have no idea the true
5: power of the US, have you? We're a tiny nation. We can't afford not to kiss their asses. Oh, bollocks to that, David. Bollocks! I spent the better part of nine years trying to get you into number ten, and here we are at the end, beaten by someone twice divorced who once said they wouldn't be surprised if Scotland tried to invade York again. For fuck's sake, David, this is not
3: how it was supposed to end. Politics really is an angry man's game. Come on, he didn't mean it like that.
5: His geography is... is Criminal? Martin, we've been friends for 23 years <sighs> and co-workers for 20... Don't let it end like this. It's over. We lost. I can forgive myself for that. I won't forgive myself if we spend the next 20 years
3: not speaking. Whoa. Didn't know the PM was that deep. David, it's over. I was going
5: to wait until a few weeks for things to settle, but well, i have been offered a job in the States. uh, D.C. to be exact.
3: Wait. You're not only leaving my site, but you're leaving the whole damn country. If cats could dance, that is what I would be trying to do right now. Well, that's good, Martin.
5: That's great. I'm sure you'll excel at not having to rush around, making me look good all the time. I'm happy. No, no proud of you.
2: Thanks, sir.
5: Uh, I'm going to... I'll I'll be downstairs. Yeah, I just need to grab a few things from here. You know, I might not be allowed back in once I've left.
3: Well, I lose one family, gain another, and the shitty neighbour is leaving the entire country. Silver linings and all that, eh, David? Again, not... Great with the whole powerful man crying in my company thing. But I could. No, still not comfortable.
6: David, the. uh, uh, The president is on the line. Uh, Are you all right?
5: Yeah, I I was just saying goodbye to Oscar. I'm coming. So long, my favorite feline.
3: (laughs) Yeah. I'm going to miss all your entertaining rants about the opposition and the movie nights with the guys. But you know what, David? Listen, pal. My favourite of all the political human beings, this isn't over. There's re-election in four years. You'll just need a bit of a PR redo. But if there's one man who could turn things round, it's someone like you. Because you're honest and kind and I'd give anything to... Oh, he's gone. Great. Trying to pour my heart out and he just ups and leaves. I spent minutes crafting the perfect pep talk and he's gone. Wonderful. David, Linda's car is pulling up outside
5: now. Are you ready? Katie and Barney, big smiles as we're leaving, OK, kids? Let the newspaper men see those teeth of yours. Can you do that?
6: Easy peasy, guys, okay? Big smiles. Let them know that on the outside everything is perfect. It's fucking wonderful.
3: Whoa. I thought this was supposed to be the serene part of the day. I thought this sweary, sweary, hitty, hitty was 10 pm to 1 am. Now?
6: You think
3: this is over.
6: (laughs) Hey, boys, don't forget to say goodbye to Oscar. Bye, Bye, Oscar.
3: I'm gonna miss you guys, really and truly.
6: Bye, Ouch! Bye, Ouch! Bye, Ouch. Bye. Oh, that's bye. my...
3: Oh, okay. Well, that was such a good hug, it actually hurt a lot. Well, might as well get outside and see what this circus is all about. Okay. Bye, house.
5: I'm sorry I couldn't be here for longer.
6: Oh, I just another want... goodbye speech. Save it for Celebrity Big Brother.
3: Me? Ow. Feisty today, the lady is.
5: Thanks again for everything, pal.
3: I'll miss you more than you probably realise. No, David, I know. Oh, Christ, what am I doing? The new Prime Minister is going to be a shit and I'm waving goodbye to the greatest people I've ever known.
4: The ex-Prime Minister about to say goodbye to Number 10 and Downing Street... With his beloved family, Linda and the kids. Oh, and that is, of course, Oscar, the resident cat, who will be serving a new PM in just under an hour. As the car doors open now, we say goodbye to another PM and await the arrival of Prime Minister Thorne.
3: No! You can't keep me here! I'm coming with you. David!
4: Oh my God! (laughs) What's going on? (laughs) Well, this is certainly unprecedented. Oscar, the Chief Mouser of Number 10, is attempting to gain access to the ex-Prime Minister's car. This is unreal.
3: (laughs) David! Jesus! Well, that's it. That, that, that can't be it.
1: And there they go. They left me. They just left. I know. They just left you. Right here. Probably don't care much about poor old Mauser. But they're my family. And you're just a mouse. Oh, I'm sure you know deep down they do do care about you. I mean, it's not like they aren't going to move on with another tabby or a dog or maybe one of those other rodenty looking things. A bit bigger than myself. Point is, they will move on. So you have to too. Just leave me be, okay? No, listen you moron. It's time to accept change. They're going to move on. So must you. Jasper, I'm gonna give you five seconds to leave me alone. Five. Times left. change. People Four, change. Three. The only thing that matters is two. Is that one? Come here.
3: <laughs> Jesus Christ. So fat.
1: We ran for like ten seconds. You might want to hit the treadmill a bit more, eh? Any... any last words? No. No point in last words. I, not like I'm going to actually miss what this country will be like soon. Come on, let, let, let's just do this. Damn it.
3: I can't just eat you now, can I? What's so wrong about the way life will be?
1: Well, I sleep by the same newspaper stand day in, day out and sleeping on old newspapers, you, well, learn to read things. And from what I've read, this thorn character is going to rip this country apart. Cuts to healthcare, cuts to social stuff, cuts for pets. You see now? So what's the point? With less money around for the common folk, where does that leave a poor guy like me? Well, we can't judge until they come in. They might be... What, nice? It'd be a prick. Water is wet, the sky is blue, and Sam Thorne is completely heartless. So go ahead. Just put me out of my misery.
3: Damn it, don't do that. Do what? Play that card. You know the one, the reverse psychology sympathy card. Oh, just laying down what I read. Yeah, well, it worked. Been a while since I'd actually caught one of you guys. Don't worry, you won't be another. Oh, Jesus, i
1: oh, thank you so much. I'll see ya.
3: Well, one life saved. Maybe karma is a thing. Please be a thing. Please be nice. Please be lovely. Oh, Christ, here we go. <laughs>
4: Sam Thorne, the new Prime Minister of Britain, about to enter their new residence in Downing Street. A landmark day in Britain.
3: Smile. Be polite. If they can't be a friend, don't make them an enemy. Okay. Showtime.
4: Sam Thorne and the family now exiting their car, ready to embark upon a term in office as Prime Minister. Plenty to get down to straight away.
3: Uh, well, might as well introduce myself. Hi, I'm. And who's this fine young man,
4: eh? <laughs> well, at least Monty
5: will
6: have a nice friend to play with.
3: Whoa, who's Monty?
6: I know cats and dogs don't always get along, but you guys will just have to play nice.
3: Dog?
1: Chief was written by Ollie Cookson. And Oscar was played by Nigel Planer. David was played by Gerard McDermott. Linda by Zaylee Burrow. Martin by Stephen Critchlow. Jasper by Greg Page. Rachel by Rachel Atkins. The Aide by Simon Kane. Harry by Pip Brignall. And Belle by Holly Morgan. Studio production was by Chris French. And it was recorded at the RNIB Studios London. Editing and post-production by Malcolm Thorpe. The music was composed by Isabel Hirschman. The executive producer was Marielle Runaker temple And the play was produced and directed by Cherry Cookson. And you can listen to more downloads at wirelesstheatre.co.uk.
0: and that's this week's show. You know a little birdie told me you're up for an audio verse award, Mr. David Ault. Oh. Congratulations. <sighs> oh, thank you very much. Yes, it's the uh,
2: best actor in a short form audio drama, I think is the is the the title. It's basically the same one that I won back in 2013 in the oh. first Audio Drama Awards, but it's for Byron yes. in the Byron Chronicles, and uh, of course, I would appreciate any and all votes when voting opens.
0: <laughs> Byron has got to be one of your longest running roles. It is, yes. I think it's
2: it's pretty much 10, 11 years now. Wow. A decade of Byron. It's yeah. been a
0: while since I've listened to Byron. i got to go back and listen to them again, because I've always loved the mm. series, but because they kind of came in drips and drabs for a while, mm. it was difficult mm-hmm. sort of keeping up, so it's worth going back and listening to all those people who are out there listening right now, go back and listen to all of Byron with me. Did you find yourself <laughs> yes. developing the character as time went by, or did the character develop himself? Ooh.
2: I, I think the character developed himself. Mm. I, I think a lot of how you perform audio drama is how it's written. Mm. You can have an idea of, to, for me this is, mm-hmm. you can have an idea of how you want to to start going with a character, but then I find that the words take you along along as well and sure. it, it's with the cadence of the words that you get the feeling for the character. Right. Because that way I'm not trying to impose my own character on the words. The words are just speaking for themselves, which is why I often say to people uh, that it, it's the writing that does Excellent. it because with good writing,
0: it, it just flows. There was a time that Byron was actually going to stop and then it kind has started up again so is there an end date please tell me no the answer here is no <laughs>
2: <laughs> well the answer here is i don't know because uh, we recorded uh well the the episode spoiler alert the episode with byron dying came out last year that's right however we've then had a year in the life ah. uh, and that's been all through this year Okay, and even I am waiting. Byron to se-
0: the younger years <laughs> is that what? It is? <laughs> even I am waiting
2: to see what Eric has in store. Cool, because I haven't seen the the finales of, of this current season. So the 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 thing about Byron is that uh, he has had many faces and many voices, right? So we could very easily have Byron the younger years or the Wonder Years, um, <laughs> the Wonder Years. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, with with different people even. Oh, good. But I'm hoping. I'm still hoping. Very cool. I would love to keep on with the role. It's it's one of those really nice roles that that just carries on going and and yeah I'm very proud and very honoured to be a part of it well
0: next week when we get together next week everybody will have to re-listen to Byron absolutely but in the
2: meantime please join us next week on the Sonic Society and do leave us mail and messages for our 500th at sonicsociety at gmail.com you can also find us at the Facebook groups Twitter and as always head to evicuna.com for more great original electric Vicuna productions and until next week I'm David Alt and
0: I'm jack ward good night good night
2: the sonic society is written and produced weekly by jack j ward and david alt with original music by sharon b at SharonB.com. All features, interviews, and audio drama shorts are owned completely by their originators and provided to the Sonic Society by Creative Commons licensing. The Society itself originates from Halifax, Nova Scotia, Canada. Thanks for listening.
0: This has been an Electric Vicuna production.
2: Chauncey Haworth, Mark Slade, and Lothar Tuppen. The demented minds behind the Twisted Pulp Radio Hour bring you... Twisted Pulp Magazine. A journey beyond surreality to worlds you never knew or hoped existed. Worlds of the supernatural... Worlds of dark satire. Worlds of nightmarish futures. Twisted Pulp Magazine. If you thought the 21st century was weird enough already, think again. Twisted Pulp Magazine. A step beyond your grandfather's pulp. Available at digitalvaudeville.com.